Hello everybody and welcome back to another gloomy dark edition of Pod of War. I am your host, Stuart Kismet, joined by CW Lanky. Hello. The Pengals. Hello everyone. Hello everyone, welcome out to So this is another week, another week of my lighting situation, sort of improving but not really. So I'm gonna I'm gonna forget and I'm just gonna chill and I'm gonna you're gonna lose me. I'll be gone. Will you get like dramatically worse like last week? That's well, I've I've got a light. This this is there's a light this close to my face, so it shouldn't be. As I've I've put in our chat how light how lit the room is, so it's this webcam. But anyway, so it's been another week of life, boys and girls. We're in the the second week of April now. There's been lots of games news this week, mostly bad news for everyone. So with the, we're going to go with negativity this week as a, as our theme. Next week will be positivity, though, so that's good. So, without further ado, I know that Chris is going to take a lot of time up here. So, we'll start with Mr. Craig One. What have you been playing, Craig? What have you been doing? How's everything been going? So, I actually have two completions this week. Oh! oh. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Big double. So, I actually finished uh, Nero Summer, finally. After weeks and weeks of playing that, I think about 37 hours or something along those lines. Nice. Uh, so I've got, uh, I think last week I had ending D. I managed to get ending E. Nice. Uh, which is, you know, fairly close to ending D. You just kind of do something extra. Um, the ending of that game is phenomenal. It is well worth doing, you know, I say the all the like, playthroughs, but they're not really like the. Like the first two, you kind of replaying, and after like you're doing different stuff. Um, but yeah, the story and just the ending in general, it might be one of my favorite like video game stories ever. As well, we say, will it make the list next uh, week, Craig? That's, yeah, the, that's we'll the question. Find out. That's the question. <laughs> might be a spoiler. Uh, and the game also has—I uh, don't want to spoil it too much—but it has one of the most unique choices you make in a video game. Uh, pretty much after you finish the game, and it's really cool because you you don't expect it to do it how it does it and it does it in such a kind of like fun way uh and it makes you kind of it makes you make a decision that you think you'd never do and then you do it and you're like oh that's really cool i'm quite happy that i've done that um so i kind of i really look forward to you two playing that and seeing what you do but i'd imagine you probably follow suit um yeah. so that's near done uh, definitely recommend it to pretty much anyone definitely you two and you know even people like me who aren't mr japanese games who you know, tend to be quite middle of the road. I would, you know, recommend giving it a bash at least. It's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. So that's that's me done with Nier now. So that was fun. And then I had a day off on Thursday. I kind of wanted something to, you know, have a, an indie game to have a little go on. So I started Genesis Noir. Nice. Uh, and this is a, it's kind of like a point and click adventure game uh, with some like puzzles and stuff like that. And it has one of the coolest art styles you'll see it's kind of black and white um with quite like dynamic like backgrounds and that sort of thing going off but it does that thing uh where because it's black and white when it does have color the color like really pops um so it's really like the art style is really cool it has also has like the whole game is kind of based around this like jazz um soundtrack which again is really cool uh does it really well um and i I actually enjoyed this game that much. I think it's about five hours long. I literally completed it and got the completion in one day. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I kept going back to it. I kept like stopping to like, I was, oh, I was like, I played for like two hours, but I should probably stop and like 
do something else and like do something else I'm like god i kind of want to go back and play some more and i kept doing that kept doing that and i actually yeah it's got the completion it's quite an easy completion um pretty much all the achievements are story-based and there's only like 14 and then there's one which is just for making a decision at the end uh so you literally just play it through once and then hit continue after you play it and then just choose every decision you have the completion um that's quite simple there are puzzles it does have uh the only kind of negative of it is it's kind of has some technical faults at the moment where it kind of uh, soft locks itself uh so sometimes you'll be doing a puzzle uh, and I did see this. I did Google this. Cause it happened to me a couple of times. So I was wondering how frequent it was, and it did seem like it was quite frequent across all platforms. And you'd be doing it, and you'd be like, "Why? Why is nothing happening?" And then you realise that it's actually because the game's like kind of broken itself. You have to exit out and then load back in again, which is kind of the only negative I have about it. Um, it happens in the five time in the five hours I played it. Maybe happened like three or four times, which is probably too many. In all honesty, yeah, that's a little disappointing. Um, so if you you know if you are thinking about playing this i would give them a chance to patch it so you don't have to well, I, have, I have got it installed and i've been looking at it a few times and yeah i think like, you would like it to be fair Bingo. i like, think it's your sort of thing like you know sitting you sitting down playing like one gut and one go is is a positive but yeah and so the technical issues seem like I got yeah. plenty to play. Just wait for a patch or whatever it's on Game Pass. Yeah. I guess if they gone, it's leaving Game Pass next week. He'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna go play it right now." Yeah, uh, regardless. So I'd imagine the sort of that. games that it is, they tend to stay on Game Pass for quite a while. So I'd definitely give them a couple of months to see if they fix it, which I'm sure they will do. Because like I said, it seems pretty widespread the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really fun game. I did. I was doing my. Uh, I tend to like review games on True Achievements after I finish them. And I was like. I wanted to give this a 4.5, and I was like, do I screw it down to a 4 because of the technical stuff? And I felt, uh, I was like, oh, but I enjoyed it so much. So I ended up giving it a 4.5, <laughs> oh, even nice. with the technical stuff. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me, two, two completions. Nice, and I guess that probably, that's starting to get you up and up on the old uh, Chivo score now then, Craig, because you are getting very consistent with these completions. Now you are you are mm. knocking them out. It's going to be an interesting, when we get to the end of the year, and we look at your uh, your completions, I imagine it's actually going to be maybe even a dozen. I think games. I think that's my fourth one so far this year. I think bad. I'm up to 28 on true achievements. So that's yeah, one a month. I've got I've got one more installed that I want to give a go, which I think is also a fairly easy completion. And obviously we have um, uh, what's it called? The way out that we want to play together, which I was, yeah. was quite an easy. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, yeah we'll complete that. that. That's a weekend oh. off at some point. Me and you can smash through that bad boy. Not and I also have a kind of kind of pickup. So I don't know if I've mentioned oh, it on the show yeah, before, yeah. but. When uh, when I got my Xbox Series X, I, I had kind of a weird technical issue with my controller where it had this, like, this odd technical flaw with uh, voice chat. I finally actually sent my controller back and uh, got a replacement one. So I have this lovely, I think it's actually a brand, I don't think it's a refurbished one, I think it's a brand new black controller, which I've actually been using. So I didn't really use it before because, you know, it's a pain in the ass. Every time I went to party, I'd have to turn that controller off and then swap it to another one. I actually think I prefer that controller to the uh, Elite that I have from last gen. It's actually it's a really nice controller. It's in fact, it's smaller. It actually, yeah, it's really comfortable. I think all the buttons are actually kind of feel much more precise. I know they said they. I don't know if this is just placebo effect, but I know they said that they were kind of changing the controller so it would be more reactive. 
uh, again, I don't know if that's just because I've read that, my brain's thinking that, but it does, I do feel like that's happening. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been quite fun. I, I do I have... know they've made adjustments because they was, I can't yeah. remember, they were saying like, it was like a weird percentage, like 97.7% were happy with the, the like, the Xbox One controller and we've improved it. So, something like that, they had like this accuracy chart or something, or like the new ones, like a 97 like it was something like weird like that and the imp- like that's why they made these improvements it was something to do with fit hand and like the button presses and stuff like that they were on about so yeah it has yeah, improved really latency nice. which i think is what craig's on about yeah, they, yeah they're, they're, I mean, they've been yeah. pushing it pretty hard um i i always love the xbox controllers which is why i never really steep for the um for the elite ones because i just don't think they're necessary i think the controllers are always good enough anyway but the um the series s and x controllers are top notch they really are like they yeah. are they're just such extensions. You don't have to think about anything when you're using them. There's no, like, I need to look like... With the PlayStation controller, sometimes you have to kind of, like, readjust to the controller, which is fine, but it's, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, it's... This gen, I think, overall has the best controllers. Like, if there was an argument about the best controllers for all of the, all of the parties involved, I think this gen is pretty spawn I think IGN actually did, a, like, a top 25 controllers, and I think the Switch one... Uh, the Xbox One and the Elite and the DualSense Five. Is it DualSense Five? The new one. Yeah, it's the DualSense. We're all in like the top six or something like that. Yeah, I'd agree. There's the Switch Pro controller, the DualSense, uh, the Xbox um, Series controllers, even the, the Lunar and Stadia controllers. The, well, the Stadia controller is pretty good. The Lunar controller, I'm told, is just as good. So, that mm, looks just like a Switch Pro controller, the Lunar controller. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, controllers are good. Nice, Craig. So that's a good solid week for you. Uh, we'll do we'll do mine because I know Chris's is going to be like an hour long. Uh, that's fine. So this week um, I have been playing. So we talked about it briefly last week, but I actually went and started playing Final Fantasy Thirteen again because it's it's hung over me this game for oh, how many of the years? Like thirteen years, eleven years, something like that. Um, I can't remember when it came out. It was like nine or ten, I think. It's yeah. one of the one of the two. Um, so I've powered on through with the bits I was stuck on. I've kind of. I kind of understand the game a bit more now. Like, I still don't really like it that much. Um, I think the battle system is... It's kind of tedious. It's not It's not bad. It's just not... Like, compared to the other games, it's just not as good. But um, I like I like the linearity of it in places. I kind of like the characters. It's still a beautiful game. Um, the, the Xbox... And I'm only playing on Xbox One. Like, actual Xbox One. I'm not playing on my Series S because I've got it on disc. Um... And I'm enjoying it quite a lot. I've got to Grand Pulse, which is the actual open world bit. It's the bit we talked about where it's like 20 hours in the game gets good. Like, I'm at that point. I think I've got two more chapters left. So uh, I'm going to keep plugging away at that. It's pretty fun. It's okay. I would not recommend it to anyone but Final Fantasy fans, though. It's one of those games that I like. If Craig came to me today and was like, Dave, I want to play a Final Fantasy game. That's not the one I would I would tell him to play at all. It just it requires too much too much reading. Like you have to literally pause the game and go through data logs or Google what stuff means because it just doesn't tell you um, stuff. Like and the battle system is incredibly trial and error with some of the bosses. So you can have an overall strategy for a, for a, for a boss. So for example, right, I'm going to have a guy go out there. He's going to buff my party for the first couple of turns, and then I'm going to switch to my more offensive and get the you know get the um, stagger meter up and stuff. But it's, sometimes the bosses, without warning, will just be like, "Nah, fuck you," and then you die. And it's like, cool. <laughs> and if your main character dies your whole party dies so it's like in the old final fantasies and i think even the one after you can 
switch to another character and heal your main character. Whereas this, if your main character goes down, that's it. It's the boss fight over. And you're like, I've been doing like there's boss fights where you literally are grinding away for like 25 minutes and you just lose it all. So yeah, but I'm I'm enjoying it now because I've kind of got to the point where I can I can over level, which is what I like to do. So I'm just over leveling the crap out of my characters, doing all the side quests and just get ready to smash to the end of the game. So I've been playing that. Um, I finished Miles Morales just before last week's show, I think. But I've done yeah, a bit you more. mentioned it last week. Yeah, so I've done a bit more of the um side co- side content. I'm pretty much done with the game now. I think I need to do a new game plus really to like get my full enjoyment. Um, I like I said, I think it's a really good game. I don't think it's worth the money. I think when it drops, so there are some other PS5 games that have dropped recently. Um, I think I saw most of the Ubisoft games are about twenty five quid now. Mm, so that's just I, I think Watch Dogs is down to like twenty five quid on everything now, yeah. physical. So yes, that and um, uh, Phoenix Rising is uh, you can get for around the twenty five pound mark and Dirt Five and stuff like that. So at that kind of price, I think Miles Morales is worth it. If you have a PS5, then I don't think you've got a choice. I think you kind of have to buy it because there really isn't anything else. Pardon me until uh, Returnal at the end of the month. So. Um, oh god the other thing I've gone back to is Need for Speed Heat because I've been talking to Craig about it for a while I have it, I bought it on um, on PS4 uh, like a year ago, a year and a half ago and I got quite far and I'm just at the point where I need to go and grind up my um, my levels to, to buy some more shit uh, it's a really good game uh, it's on Game Pass, it is now cross-play they added that recently, uh, which is really cool so uh, that's why I've stuck with my, um, my PlayStation version because I don't really want to start all over again i put like 25 hours into it um it's on game pass because video play uh it's it's really a throwback to throw throwback throwback to like um hot pursuit and those type of games you have you basically have two games in one you have the day races which is your standard racing game it's all legal you've got like curated tracks that you race on like circuits with like siding like sideboardings and stuff and then in the night you race street races and then there's cops that can follow you and you, you kind of build up a meter you kind of it's like a risk reward system so you could do like one race or two races and you won't get too much like heat but you could just keep pushing and pushing pushing to get more um like higher money values but you could at the end it with like a six car police chase you know what i mean stuff like that and you can like take the police out and you can like drop gadgets and stuff it's, it's a really good racing game like it's one of those that no one ever talks about uh, but it is, it's one of the best ones I've played in recent years, and I would highly recommend that. Uh, and that is it for games I've played. I bought two games this week for a combined total of £2.76, because that's how much money I've got the minutes. The first one is Final Fantasy XIII 2, so when I beat thirteen, I can play the sequel. There you go. And the other one is, uh, is a game that I... It's going to be wanna... Lightning Returns. <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't bought Lightning Returns, not yet. Lightning Returns is kind of weirdly expensive, if I'm honest. And I hear it's apparently like the best of the three is just i've never played it because it came out after the ps4 and xbox one it did and yeah. obviously the xbox one and ps4 weren't backwards compatible at the time and obviously ps4 isn't and anyway um but apparently it's like really good the best of the three is just i've never got around to it if it's... i get to it i will let you know i'm told that this one's way better as well because it has kind of like a pokemon mechanic and it they've improved the battle system and stuff but again i will at some point in the next decade i will get to it Okay, and the last one is this is a collector's game because I actually have a newer version of this game, Um, but I just I have I want to get all of the Final Fantasy games because I just love them. So I picked up a PS2 copy of Final Fantasy XII, which is a game I never bought back in the day. Similar to what Chris just said, this came out after the 360 was out, and by that point I was on the 360. I I cared not for my PS2, so uh, 
Yeah, what's PS3 interesting about the PS2, obviously, because the PS3 came out, like, had some like decent games it at the end. Well, that you had and God of War two, and one and two, I think, were both out after the 360. God of War one was 2005. But two definitely. Well, I think yeah. two might even come out after the PS3, which is crazy. Uh, maybe not over here. I think two. I think one came out in 05 and two came out in 06. Mm, yeah, and the PS3 we got, 2017. Yeah, we got 2007, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange uh, generation, wasn't it? Because there's that like, year yeah. gap before it came out. Well, it's it's to be honest with you, it's the same as this gen, but you don't have backwards compatibility, really. Like, if you actually think about it, like, if you take away all the games that have come out on PS4 and PS5, and like back then, it would just be one or the other. It wouldn't be both. Like you would have like nothing now, and it would be just be you'd just be buying PS4 games, for example. I'm not Xbox makes this difficult because of smart delivery, or whatever. But like if this was a traditional gen, you would have like nothing to. It'd be the, it'd be same as when the PS3 came out. You'd have like nothing to play, and you'd be like, okay, cool. I, I had Motorstorm to play, which, which you which you could beat in like two hours. <laughs> yeah, but um, at least I had X Men to watch on Blu-ray. At least, at least you had those Blu-rays, Chris. But it's yeah. I've, this is a different version to Zodiac Age. In like, if I wanted to play them, they are different games. Like, there's different like um, license boards and there's, like the level, the layouts are slightly different. So, always wanted this game. I never got a chance to pick it up back in the day. I think of the the money I paid, it cost one pound twenty, including postage. So, it makes me feel better about my life, guys. So, we're ready to strap in now because Chris has had a week off. Yes. And I know he's probably bought a lot of stuff as well as played a lot of stuff. So, Chris, if without further ado, you get your list out. Let's get right. This I have. I have. Nothing really that I bought. I did buy a Japanese PSP game, which I haven't got here, which is 99p, which is Monster Hunter Diaries, which is a spin-off Monster Hunter game, which is made by From Software. So, obviously, they made Dark Souls, Bloodborne, etc. Armored Core. Armored Core, yes, that was a classic. Um, I played a little bit of that. Um, it's actually like a puzzle game, like, uh, super Pocket uh, Fire, uh, no Super Puzzle Fire, and place like that. It's just I never found that on there. I was running around just the map, and could I figure out how to get that them to play? I could not, because obviously the game is still in Japanese. So, what? How much did that cost you, Chris? Ninety nine p. Okay, well I'll allow that, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it goes, you know. So I have like four or five Monster Hunter games on uh, PSP. So. So that's one I played, but not really um, much. Um, I believe we talked about it last week about PSN closing. So obviously I was off. I have a PS3 and I have a Vita, a Vita TV. So I spent the whole day sorting out downloads on my Vita and my Vita TV. So I have four memory cards full of games now. So I think it's a total of like 94 96 gigs of memory card filled with games nice um so yeah so it's Will a bit any of them get played ever possibly <laughs> i i couldn't download everything i could not download everything either because i would need i don't know how many memory cards i would need i would need a lot of memory cards so i'd be spending a lot of money on them via memory cards and uh Stuff like that, and I'm, you know, I might as well use that money to buy a Vita game or uh, something. Um, but as I was sorting out my downloads and stuff like that on my Vita TV, as um, some games downloaded, I loaded up Killzone Mercenaries on a Tuesday afternoon. I went on to online multiplayer on a Vita game, remember, and I found a match right away. It was three versus three instead of four versus four. 
but yeah, perfectly fine. Played some that. I played it with a Dual Shock Three, which is a bad decision because that was not a good controller. Mostly Sony's worst controller that they've made, apart from those six axes. Six axes is the worst one. Six yeah. axes is worse. <laughs> the six axes was fucking. This terrible. is only slightly better because it has rumble. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I play some of that. It looks great still because it's a Vita game. I was playing it obviously on a 49 inch 4K TV, so blown up that thing. It looks fantastic. I'm still. That's the only Vita game I played while doing the downloads and stuff like that. Because basically, I just left the Vita on the side to download, filled up memory card, switched it out, and then the did the same with another memory card until I uh, filled it up, filled them up. But I did do the similar for my PS3. I did buy some PS3 games, so actually I did have more pickups, but they're digital, so I can't show you. One of them is Killzone HD, um, which I um, bought. Which I was thinking, oh, will it look better in Mercenaries or not? Because obviously it's a PS2 game HD'd, when Mercenaries is a Vita game, you know, made for a Vita. Um, no, HD does look worse than Mercenaries. It makes Mercenaries yeah, really good. I just played some multiplayer with bots because obviously it has no online multiplayer anymore. Um, so play with bots and stuff. Um, yeah, it plays uh, fine. So maybe if... this game. Yes, but HD. Yeah, which did get a physical PS3 release, but it's about eighty pound now, and that's before PSN closes. So I expect it to be even more expensive soon so buying it for seven pound digital made sense because i'm not paying 80 quid for that Some, game physically. someone did the uh the port for that game like an actual like big studio now and i can't remember who it was i don't know someone did it it's gonna annoy me i'll look it up yeah so i played a bit of that like i said i just played a match with uh bots seemed fine we'll go back to play it at some point still get kills on games are they're fine they're they, you know just in my opinion. Yeah, they're underrated, but they were trying to be Halo and never not as good as Halo. Um, so. Supermassive. Supermassive uh, Games did the port. That's who it there's was. There's a rumour they're doing it in, until Dawn 2, but... Yeah, they, they did uh, Killzone HD. Oh, cool. But as I had the PS3 on, and I was downloading PS3 games, some my own, some my Abraham bought, I played a few PS3 games. So the next game I played is one of my favourite games of all time, and that's Journey. So I've really played Journey for about the fourth or fifth time. Um, unfortunately, again, because I was playing on Tuesday afternoon on a PS3, and the game hasn't got crossplay or anything, didn't have anyone with me on my journey, which is a tad disappointing, but it's understandable. I still not played this game. I own it. I, uh, I, I didn't realise it was this old. I didn't realise it was a PS3 game. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, I decided to replay that. Like, it's 90 minutes long. So when other stuff is downloaded in the background, you know, why not give it a bash on the PS3? See if it still holds up after all this time. Cause they, I, like I said, I've played it like three or four times before this, but on PS3 and PS4 when it came to PS4. So it was um, still quite a while ago because PS4 is like seven years old now. I think it came the first year of PS4. So. Yeah, seven and a half. Um, I, yeah, so I haven't played it in like seven years. It's still f- phenomenal. And that, like the score, the art style, and uh, how it plays, it's highly recommended if you can pl- play uh, pl- uh, play this game. Is it an Annapurna game? Was it one of the first no, Annapurna games? It's it that game company. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's, if you play made... Abzu Craig, that's probably the one that's closest, the closest thing I can think of. Yeah, because I think some guys that worked on this worked yeah, on Abzu. They did. 
I'm just disappointing talking about this that game company. The next game, Sky, which is a mobile game, it's supposed to be coming to Switch, but that was supposed to be last year, and it's still not on Switch. So, um, but when it does, I will play that because that game company, two of their free games, two of the free games I've played are pretty good. I'm not a fan of Flow. Next PS, and I've, obviously I finished Journey again. So next PS3 game, Dave's going to say this is not a game. It's Lingering Shadows. Right, okay. Which was from 2008. It was a Polish-made game from a studio called Plastic, I don't think exists. Um, I can't remember the guy, one of the main directors, went on to do something like Unfinished One or something. I can't remember what he did. He did, went, went and worked for something um, like that. This is a sort of a technical demo for the showing off the power of the PS3. Again, this is like 2008. It's a seven-minute um, interactive um, movie. It's a Penguins uh, the game, basically. So, basically, the fi- the movie plays, and in certain points, um, things happen, and you can move like the camera around, or zoom in, or put a flashlight on, which will change something. And so, it gives a bit of replay value. I actually, like replayed it like three or four times. I had played it before in 2009 because I have a trophy from 2009. I only had one, but now I've got like eight of the 14. Um, yeah, so you, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It is, it's art. That's the whole point of it. It's not like Journey. It's a game which you can consider art. Well, obviously all games are art, but this is meant to be a piece of art which you interact with and look around. Um, that. So is this it, free, or is it? No, this was three quid. I bought it back in 2009 because remember the PS3 had like no exclusives, and this was a PlayStation 3 exclusive, and it still is. It's on no other systems. This will totally be unavailable when PSN closes in July, so you will not be able to play this. So, like, like I said, it's a, like it's supposed to be a piece of art. Imagine if like, um, the Sunflower or whatever by Van Gogh was like suddenly taken away i know this is not in that extreme but that is that sort of case no one be able to see this i know youtube that exists but yeah so um i thought i'd really give that a go because like i said it's seven minutes long and even doing it like three or four times there's only like 20 and you can fast forward rewind and alter the camera and stuff like that so i um, redid that and then i played a game that will also be gone forever because of psn infamous festival of blood which was a sort of going to like miles morales a precursor to something like that where it was sort of going to be dlc for infamous 2 then because it's based in the same map and like the same obviously the graphics engine etc then it's least in a standalone as standalone dlc so you don't need infamous you don't need infamous 2 and uh, that is quite pretty short it's like two hours long and it's his own little spin-off because you're fighting vampires, which aren't canonically in like the infamous um, even in universe because obviously you have superpowers and stuff. Like Cole can do lightning, and that because you're playing as Cole in this, not Deslin from the PS4 uh, ones. So it's just like this weird spin-off, which um, like your sidekick friend Zeke is telling a woman in the bar. So he is like a made-up story he's telling, and you're sort of playing. And uh, that story, yeah. Um, so you go around basically fighting vampires, doing some missions, 
use your lightning powers, you get a cool stake, you know, stake in that. And if you liked the Xbox equivalent, maybe like a Sunset Overdrive, they're just like shorter and much darker. This is going for like a realistic art style, apart from the cutscenes they've done in the comic book um, thing. And obviously it's like 10, 11 years old now, maybe even older than that. So it does look aged, but it was a fun couple of hours. I, you know, I stayed, I started at like 11 o'clock and stayed up into a and uh, finished it. So yeah, it's um, pretty good. Again, this one's going to be totally lost because it never had any physical. Closest was a collection in the States where this was a, just a code. And obviously that code will either be expired or you're buying a used copy of that game or whatnot. I don't even think it's on PlayStation now because some PS3 games that now. look... It is on now, so you could play it on PlayStation now, so it would still be playable like that. And like I said, you know, it's sort of like a history lesson precursor because obviously you had Infamous First Light, Lost Legacy, now Miles of like these bigger sort of like standalone the experience like this was two hours, then you go to Miles for like uh, uh, six. So, so we we touched on this last week, and yeah. now that you've also you've you've spent a bit of a week sort of yeah. feeling the effects. So do you are you significantly more frustrated with sony because uh, I, like, um, I feel like i am i'm pretty frustrated with them that there's not like the, like i know there's been lots of patents for potential backwards compatibility mm-hmm. stuff and trophies and stuff but the fact they haven't announced anything is uh, it's kind of yeah. frustrating because i mean I, I also downloaded basically as much as i could that i'd bought yeah, i haven't bought anything stuff... else but i've just downloaded it all to my, my ps3 like, i could download more because i have like a 320 gig slim ps3 but i was like going through what i own some of them playstation plus games which will still work after july long as you still got plus it's like things like bioshock if i'm going to play bioshock i'm going to play the hd collection on my series x now i'm not going to play so i downloaded stuff i think i may play and like i said i've played three games actually i played fourth uh more than that actually need to um, get to more so it's frustrating i can i think they will do a bit of nintendo route like how often does Nintendo re-release Super Mario Bros. 750 million times? I can see Sony doing the same. Like, here's an infamous collection which has got one, two, First Blood, and that blah, blah. You know, a bit like the Mario collection. I can, I just see Sony doing it like that. Um, that you're gonna have to re-buy these games and they do collections. Or the PS4 has got PS2 classics. It's not a huge library of classics. I can see them doing that when they have trophies um, now. So, like, Psychonauts 2, I was not Psychonauts 2, the first Psychonauts. I've still not played it. It's like, do I play it on Xbox? Or do I play on PlayStation where I have trophies? My Xbox is the Series X version, or the X one X version, yeah, I should it's say. Way better. So it's way better. Yeah, so it's, it's annoying. It's like, do I, do I want the trophies? Well, I can see that happening. You get... It's Crash One from the PS One, the proper Crash, you know, Crash One, and it's got trophies, and it's ten pound if you want it. That's that's what I think. What they do. should they do. do. It's what they should that's do. What... I, they're, yeah. they're never going to be. Um, they're never going to be X Worlds. You're not going to be able to. Put, yeah, you I want, think they're going to be. You're never going to put PS One disc in, or maybe yeah. not PS One. You're never going to be able to put PS Two disc into your PS Five, mm-hmm. and it will become backwards compatible. That's just not. That's not the company they are. But they, yeah. you know, if I was head of Sony and I had thousands of games that people would buy like if you like even someone who's a little bit more casual than you are like i am if they chucked infamous one two and festival blood for 15 pounds on the psn 
I'd buy it instead of cracking out my PS3. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's it's a no brainer for me. It's why I don't understand why they haven't come up with the plan yet. Because if you said to anyone, like even so, so like Craig bought a PS5 today. This is never going to happen. But this is the most hypothetical thing I've ever said. So Craig buys a PS5 today. He's got his PS5 game. Craig used to play the PS2, and there's like say they put a hundred PS2 games on there, and like nine pounds each. Like there's probably four or five games that even someone like Craig is going to be like, you know what? I'll buy. I'm pretty nostalgic to play. Fuck, I don't know what, what kind of game. The Getaway. I'll download The Getaway for eight quids with trophies. Like enough people would buy that to make it worthwhile. Mm. I think. Yeah. But yeah. This is Sony. Who I knows? would be so intrigued to know the spike. Obviously, since they've announced this, of sales they've had on these old uh, stores. Yeah, because I've seen so other. Everyone says they hate this. I mm. guarantee you their reaction is to go out and end up buying stuff. Which I'm, I'm waiting just for a sale. It. I'm hoping and they put a sale thing. for like the last month, <laughs> and then I'm then I'll buy some stuff. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing I really yeah, need I, to be honest. Yeah, I know people in obviously like the Peter community have gone out and bought games and noticed games are suddenly being um, delisted, which means physical Vita games has not had to going up in price. And like I said about. Killzone HD, that should not be an 80 quid game on disc, but it is now an 80 quid game on disc, and that's before this is uh, closed. So I can see, you know, Quest for Booty, Ratchet Clank Flat, got a physical release in Europe, not in the States, not in Japan. I can see that being like an expensive game. That's like a two hour spin off as, uh, you know, DLC sort of experience as well. That will be expensive uh, soon because of. Um, this closure that's um yeah so, so that's not good like i said i think they may go nintendo sort of route with uh these classics um but anyway enough on that i also loaded up resogun which i think people forget came to ps3 and it came to vita as well even though it's on ps4 as a launch title on ps4 the best launch title on ps4 is um uh well um, so I replayed that. It's the first time I actually played it on PS3. Um, it's still really fun. It doesn't look as good. The particle effects aren't uh, nowhere as nice as they were on PS4. But yeah, it still looks really good. It still plays uh, fun. Um, you know, it's like a pure gameplay game. Uh, you know, game trying to get those high score, save the last humans, as you are told many a times in that. So yeah, is that uh, Housemark? Yeah. Yes, it is Housemark. One that make a Probably yes. their best game. Yeah. I like Stardust more, but um, it's probably their best game. Yes, yeah, so that, that's really good. Um, I also uh, re-downloaded and played Tekken 5 Online, which looks like online is still working because it tried to search for a thing. It didn't um, like totally like Killzone, like totally like this is not a thing. No one playing it online. I guess people obviously moved on to like Tekken 6 or Tekken 7 or whatever ones are on. Uh, PS3, because I know people still play fighting games on PS3, like Street Fighter Cross Tekken is still very popular, I know that much on there, so I expect one of the Tekkens are, whichever the newest one is um, I had a quick mess around in arcade mode this does not this doesn't look like it's um, held up well, it looks like a well, I was going to say it looks like a PS2 Tekken it clearly doesn't, but yeah, you can tell Isn't te- that the one it, that is a PS2 Tekken? Or is that it might be the one that like, I don't know what, Dark I don't... Resurrection? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It might have been on PSA. I had on, a, um, I just, as well. Yeah, I went through um, uh, like the arcade mode because there's got no. This is before like fighting games had story modes and that. Um, so I used harangue. Uh, went through the arcade mode. Yeah, it's Tekken. That's what more can I say? It's Tekken. Um, 
think that's it. I played on the uh, PS3 and the Vita, and that, like I said, I downloaded other stuff. I may, we might go next week, and, uh, and I'll be like, I've played Tokyo Jungle, and you'll be like, okay, you've played that. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, um, so moving on to like Xbox, played Deliver Us the Moon, because that is leaving um, Game Pass on the 15th. Um, not a big fan of it, because I see you've got 1,000 uh, G, Craig, on this one. I got like 450, I just finished the like story. I thought it was fine, but T- Tacoma is on Xbox. Tacoma is miles better. It does, you know, the similar-ish games. If you're going to play one of these, play Tacoma. I didn't think this was particularly good at all. Um, it must have done well. It must be pretty popular because it's getting a next-gen update at some point. Um, I guess that's why it's leaving Game Pass. So people, you know, want to play that next-gen version, you're going to have to, uh, you know, uh, buy it. But, yeah, uh, finished it. Happy I finished it. It was just, like, partially started. It was leaving Game Pass. Played it, like, I think I might play it that Tuesday afternoon as uh, well. Or, and then... Um, Next day, but yeah, so that one. Then it's a I weird play- one because it's a, like it's like a walking sim, but it's kind mm. of a bit longer than kind of like your normal walking sim. Yeah, so it is strange. like that. But yeah, then I played and finished, and I believe only like thirty or people have finished it on uh, based on true achievements. Only like five people have got the thousand G on it. It's Balan Wonderworld, which I am. Uh, Finished on the Xbox game I, of the year, Chris. Pengetti. I actually, I actually, obviously, it's the Series X version because it's um, smart delivery. I really like this. I thought it was, I thought it, what is wrong with you? I can't wait for the, the rest of this episode when we get to the topic of the show. And you're saying, Why you did you want to give it a three then if you really liked it? Was it because you were scared to give it higher or? Yes. It still, it yes, still it has yeah. issues. It, still it wasn't has... trendy enough to be above a three. <laughs> it does have issues. I'm going to fade issues. into the darkness on that one. And it, there's quality life improvements could be there. Finishing the game would have been a good start for them, I think. But if you go into the game like I did, hoping for a Sega Saturn or Dreamcast, Cast S, maybe GameCube S with Billy the Hatcher exp- uh, game, then that's what I got. That's also its p- problem and why I think it's um hasn't reviewed well. Um, I think the most positive review I've um, read is Chris Gullion's on um, VG uh, C, which was two out of five uh, stars he uh, he gave it. But that is its thing. It plays. Like a like a Saturn or Dreamcast game, and obviously lots of things have changed in 1997 when Knights came out. But if you're not going with an open mind of that's what I'm expecting from this, then I don't it's... think a lot of people are going to be expecting a Dreamcast game in uh, 2021. Though, thank you. Not the way it was marketed. You're asking no. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. If you're going in expecting a quality 3D platform as good as Mario Odyssey then it is like a 2 out of 10 compared to that game. If you're looking at something, like I'm a big fan of Super Lucky Cell, and there you are, Dave, it's like a slightly below that sort of game. Like, it's not as bad as I think Slightly below it. Super Lucky Cell. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as how people are making out. Okay, well, I'm going to have to take your word for it, because I'm never yeah. playing it. Uh, I've been it. following uh, would... Jeff Grubb's uh, tweets about it, because he's been playing it, and it is yeah. brilliant. His 
distaste for it is yeah. fantastic. See, you would really like it, though, Dave. Do you like Nights in the Dreams? Nights, not really. Okay. I like Sonic Adventure, like... but I don't like Nights in the Dreams. The thing is, the difference you like is... Billy Hatcher? I did, yeah. But when did Billy Hatcher come out, Chris? 2003? I think? Yeah. What year is it now? Twenty. That was 18 years ago, so... Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. At the time, I didn't have a lot of choice, so... <laughs> We'll see. See. It's like when it comes them... to Game Pass, I'll play it in like six yeah. months. I think you will like it. You hate it, Craig, but I think you no. would like it, Dave. Oh, Craig. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was very good. Love it. Took like 14 and a half hours to finish it. I so can't wait for you to remember this when we do the top 10 games of the year at the end of the year. It's currently uh, number four on my top uh, five. I've only got five games so far, um, but it's number four. So. Brilliant. Yes, yeah, so, so I played that. Then moving on from I told you this was going to be long. <laughs> moving to the Switch. Now we move over to the Switch from the Xbox. It's not the Switch. I played, <laughs> yeah, I played a bit. <laughs> I, I played a bit of Roki. Um, which is that you? Believe, is that that Loki with a bad accent? Or? Oh, I think it is set in Sweden, and that's Norse mythology as well. So I don't know thing, but no, I um, played a little bit of this one night after some Monster Hunter. I've talked Monster Hunter uh, two weeks in a row, so I'm not really going to talk about that. So this is different than I thought it was, because I thought it was a 2D platformer, and it's more of a point-and-click adventure. Like, you've been in this um, a wood cabin, and it's like, oh, the fire is going out, and then you got to, like, click on the um, um, logs, and then your character should go over and get the logs, and then click back on the fire, and um, that sort of thing. Um, I've only done like the prologue or chapter one, and some, um, so I've not done much of it. Like I said, I just thought, oh, I'll play some Monster Hunter, let's check, uh, check this out uh, finally. Um, nice little, nice art style on it. Um, yeah, um, I think it's going to be similar to like your Genesis uh, Noir in sort of like a cool indie. Um, it is only on Switch, I believe, in PC. I can see it being like if it comes to the Xbox, going straight into uh, Game Pass. It reviewed really well um, when it did come out. Um, so it's, you know, we've seen the positive light in the first sort of hour or so. Seems okay. So, um, like dark monsters of like a uh, mythology and stuff like that showing up, and you're going to go on your adventure to save your brother. It seems on that. And I um, started yesterday. I quit bash off. Dicey Dungeons. This is a roguelike dungeon, I guess, crawler, but you don't really crawl because you are a dice. And then you roll, you're basically other dice. Like, you're like a humanoid dice with like a sword and stuff from what I play. You roll uh, dice, and then you've got like cards. So you like battle against someone with these cards, but like, oh, if I get a three, I can only do this one does fire damage. I can only do three to fire damage because that's all I roll. Like horrible chain of memories flashbacks here, like PTSD. Yeah, so you're like, oh, that's what I've rolled. Or if you're like, oh, I can do poison damage, but it has to be an even number. So obviously, you're gonna hope you don't get an even number. Um, got to like floor six or something. Like I said, it's roguelike, so I haven't died yet, and I don't know how long it actually goes until like finish it because I know roguelikes are can be um sort of uh, weird. Yeah, but it's an interesting like concept how you use the dice with the cards, and then you can only like carry like four different cards and stuff. But and then you get like three dice, but you can use one card to get an extra dice and uh, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, um, that seemed 
relatively interesting. Then I played maybe the big Switch release this week, Pac-Man 99, which was added for free on the Switch online. And it's a Pac-Man Battle Royale, which is not as good as Mega Tunnel Battle on Stadia. And so I would say play Mega Tunnel Battle instead of this, because that is the better Battle Royale Pac-Man game of the two. But I can tell you which one's going to have the bigger player base going forward. That beats Pac-Man 99, because yeah. it is on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's Pac-Man. You all know how Pac-Man plays. Um, I'm really good at just... just to let you know. I'm really good at Pac-Man 99. Yeah. Like, really good. I'm waiting I'm for like... So good. I'm waiting for like Space Invaders 99 or something. Gallagher 99, that's what you want. Yeah. Then I played... I had a bit of a wink of nog when you meant uh, said Neva Speed Heat. I bought in the eShop sale and using some of my uh, gold points from buying like Monster Hunter, Neva Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered for the Switch. Which I played a little bit last night, and it's Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, looking slightly better, and on the Switch. That'll be on yeah. Game Pass in like a month as well. Yeah, guarantee. it's got it's got crossplay. Um, so yeah, if it does come Game Pass and you want to play it, it's got crossplay. Uh, I've only did like a few races. It plays like how you thought it was um, back in the day. You know, it's a decent-ish racer. One of the better Need for Speed remastered. Apart from mainly Most Wanted. The, not the first Most Wanted, the second one. Yeah, and, you, and bear in mind, you're talking about the second Hot Pursuit, not the first Hot Pursuit. Yeah, Just yeah. Just really confused us all. Yeah. And then the last one I played, which I played before this, and it's on the Japanese eShop at the moment, but it's in fully English, is Fighting EX Layer. Um, which is a free-to-play fighting game. It was originally a digital, you know, we actually had to buy it, but it changed model to free-to-play. It was PS4 ages ago, and it's just coming to Switch in Japan. It's coming to Switch in, you know, elsewhere soon. It must be soon, because like I said, it's in English. You didn't play it originally because you had to buy it on the digital store on that PlayStation. It was like twenty nine ninety nine, and I think it was free free-to-play after, and like, sold by PS4 or whatever. So I had a quick bash on this. It's got some cool characters from the old Street Fighter EX games. And it's got even got like Terry from King of the Fighters in it, which you can't play as because obviously it's a free-to-play game. So there's only four characters you can play as at the moment. And obviously you got to buy the other ones. And then it links me to Japanese eShop. And then obviously it's all in yen and stuff. And I don't have a Japanese credit card or anything. So, I, uh, you know, I can't buy the packs for the extra characters and that. Um, Thought it might look bad because it's a lower budget title, but I looked at a video of the PS4 version. No, the Switch version is definitely out of here. Uh, graphically, like the new for Speed Hop suit looks decent, um, even on, on Switch, but 13 years later, does not like really play this like the main like dude who would be like their Ryu or you know, like their Scorpion, it's like their in main character. Like, I think he's supposed to have gray hair and it's like more like black and uh, from this, but it plays pretty well it plays like the old street fighter ex games on like ps2 I remember one of them was like a launch title or was like soon after the launch and yeah it seems a pretty decent fighter i was just gonna start with like the main girl so like their katana or their chun li and that which i think is supposed to have two colored hairs one's black one's white it's all black it looks like that so it's definitely um in the graphic department had thing but it plays pretty fun it's just like Online mode, I can't play because obviously you need to buy the DLC, so 
I've just gone through like the arcade with one character. I mostly do the arcade with four all four characters. And that'd be it unless people go they're gonna play it. So if like you Dave obviously have a switch, you're like, I wanna fight in game on Switch. I wanna play this fight. Yeah, probably you're gonna play a fighting game on Switch, you're mostly gonna play Super Smash Bros. Um, I would think if you're gonna play a fighting game on the Switch, even like maybe Mortal Kombat uh nine. And I believe that's everything I've played. So, uh, eight minutes we're into this episode just to let you all know yes, yes. well yes. lovely so luckily this week I've chosen a very short topic of the show just to give Chris five minutes to remember to breathe and uh, get some yeah. lubrication so next week as I think I said at the beginning I might have not I can't even it was so many hours ago I can't remember uh, next week we are going to do our combined top 25 video games of all time I've already given Chris very strict rules of what he's allowed to, to put and what he's not allowed to put and what we'll do is we will do our own lists, we will add, give them points, we will combine them, and it will be our combined 25. We will talk about them, see who gets the most annoyed, but there will be no moving games up and down, no discussion. It will be purely based on our the points we give them. So, it's you know, it'll be interesting what, what comes up, because I think there's going to be a little bit of crossover, but I don't think there's going to be as much crossover as you would think, to be honest. Because I think my taste, my taste and Craig's taste are very different. And my taste and Chris's are also pretty different, so I don't. I think there's going to be too much crossover. There might be the a couple of games. Like generations as well, because like Chris's is going to be all over the place. I imagine yours is going to be fairly all over the place. But mine's going to be pretty standard, like 360, Xbox One, uh, and then the odd like N64, PS2 game. Whereas I imagine yours is going to be a lot more varied. Yeah, I mean, we, me and Chris have played pretty much every game's console since 1991 or something stupid. Mm like so there was there will be difference but again i mean i don't i don't think my list is going to shake out the way you think it is so it'll be interesting to see how it goes chris's i think is the most predictable because it hasn't wavered too much but i'll be real i'm interested for craig's i'm interested craig's yeah he, yours is the one i'm most interested in because like days i can sort of like guess there have final fantasies in there for instance um you know who knows <laughs> but yours like so is Craig's. That's the crazy Call of Duty of the Four, Fantasy maybe. Games. That's not something would be a prediction, but that is like sort of it. I love it. I love that. That's the disparaging game Chris could think of because it could probably be in my twenty-five as well, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. But there we go. Oh, but I love is... it. If Call of Duty Four ended up being number one. Number one. Yeah, be... my god. Chris <laughs> is not going to pick it, so don't worry. Um, so that, that's next week. Um, the week after, unless there's some big news, I might do a PS2 episode. I've been toying with the idea of doing a PS2 or a PS3 episode. I think PS2 because Craig's actually played a PS2. So yeah. That might be a good idea. But anyway, this week's topic, topic of the show, tot, 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 is the most negative thing I could think of. And it is games we actively dislike slash hate. So if you've seen the thumbnail and the name of the episode, I've gone full clickbait. It is games we hate and a picture of Breath of the Wild for a certain someone yeah. who, uh, who will not be named. So I'm gonna get my list. I like really like the Switch. I just mentioned like six yeah, games. Yeah, your, your favorite like console of all time. Oh, I just lost Craig. We've lost Craig. So that, let's Ooh. let's wait for Craig to come back. This is the thought of the Switch has just killed Craig off, which is great. Yeah. My guessing he's accidentally clicked something. That's my yeah. prediction here. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna do a list of about three games each. Should Craig come back? If he's mm. not, we'll just do our own games, and then we'll just have to. Get Craig yeah. in here at the end. So that's Craig's having some technical difficulties, which is what we want. Uh, why Craig's having te- 
Dixie. I'll be back in one second so you can carry the show by one man. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pause the recording. So we'll come back when technical issues are over. Yes. You paused it, yeah. So sorry about that random bit of technical difficulty. I think I clicked the button like eight times as well. So if it gets a bit jittery, that's why. So games we actively hate and dislike boys and girls. So we're going to start with Mr. Positive. We're going to start with uh, CW Lanky. Craig, what is a game that you dislike slash hate? Oh, no. I, I like to think that that's not a freeze. That is a pure... <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave this in. This is staying in now. Oh, no. This is what happens, guys, when you uh, you don't pay for your internet. Just to let you know. So, Chris, let's start with me, because I'm, I'm definitely going to be the one with the connection here. Yeah. So, a game that I actively dislike, okay? And this is going to give me a lot of shit, okay? It's going to give me a lot of shit, but I know you're going to be with me and gaining a lot of shit. Uh, is Dark Souls. Okay. I just dislike... in the first one, yeah? Uh, the just whole the series. I dislike okay. Dark Souls, okay? Now, the reason what about I just... other Sourcebourne games? Uh, you know what? I don't mind um, Bloodborne. Obviously, Craig's, okay. Craig's now back. Technical defeats. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. So I dislike. I dislike the Dark Souls series, Craig. Okay. Okay. I was tempted to throw this in as well, but I thought I'd leave it. So the reason you know, I don't care. People can hate. People already know that I'm an idiot. So my main issue with Dark Souls really is the people that play Dark Souls more than the game, because the game I just think is like, like I get that it's the point, but it's like it's clunky. It's not fun. It's just kind of like. It's almost like a roguelike Metroidvania type of game. Like it's one of those you just you do a little run and you get better. I get it, like, I get it. But people talk about it like it's the best thing ever, and I just don't see it. Like the mechanics aren't fun. Like it's you know oh it's supposed to be hard. Like you can cheese all of the game. Like my friend plays them all the time, and I've watched I physically watched him just shoot magic and che like cheese. I think Demon Souls and I think Dark Souls is just like I'll oh, just block for the whole game. And to me, it's just not fun. I've tried I've tried so many times with so many different versions. The only one I even can stomach is Bloodborne because it's a bit more active and the combat feels good. But um, Dark Souls 1 and 2 in particular, multiple times I've tried. And I know people are like, oh, just get good. I'm, like, I'm good at games. Like, it's, not, it's not that, you know what I mean? It's like I can if I wanted to just parry my way through it, I could. I just I just don't find it fun. It's just not a fun game for me. I don't, I don't ever sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to just fucking hit my head against a brick wall that you know it's this game that's allegedly well designed you know what i mean and it's just whenever games is like their big selling point is like oh, it's so hard i'm like uh, that turns me off straight away yeah. so that's 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 not a selling point no and diff difficulty is one of those things like you can have a hard game that's also like fun you know you can have a hard game that yeah. the mechanics are good so like for example cuphead like the mechanics of that game are good it's just that you need to be very precise. Whereas this, you have to actively fight the bad controls and the bad physics and, you know what I mean, like, the like cheap-ass level design. Particularly Dark Souls 2 is, like, brutal for that at the beginning. And I'm just like, how how is a beginner supposed to get this game? And I get, oh, it's just good, good. But, like, it's nice. Not how, you know, a lot of us don't have the time. Sort of the problem, because like, I've played the Souls games. I've tried them all. And that's sort of the issue. I have no issue with the combat or anything like that. And the clunkiness of the controls. My issues are like being the lack of I'm not saying guidance because that's a sounds a bit too handholdy it's a thing, but like 
where am I meant to go and that sort of things by be my issue. It's very obtuse. And, that's that's the yeah. problem. Like if literally if that game had like an objective marker before the thing, that would that would solve like one of the biggest issues for me. Like the combat and the gameplay is fine. That I have no problem with. It's the last but then that's the same with Metroid games and Metroidvanias, you have that issue and I've played Symphony and Night, for instance, perfectly fine. I've played Ori perfectly fine. But then actually Ori does have a mark on the map. They're also two D and have like yeah. a good map system. Whereas I don't yeah. think that Dark Souls has a good map system, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's like the only real complaint I have with them. Like I'm totally lost where I'm meant to be going and what I'm meant to be doing. Like, am I supposed to fight for Bloodborne, for instance? Am I supposed to fight for Gascoigne now, or was I supposed to fight him like ten hours ago or ten hours later? You know that. And for, I guess that's interesting. Why take this boss on now, right, right now, if I want to, sort of thing. I guess that's a cool thing. But there's like the lack of like direction. You know, if they like I said, a map or something like that. Even like I said, even a map. Like you need to go to the waterfall. I don't think they're like, okay, I got to figure out how I get there. Not even like objective marker. That would solve most of my issues I would have with it. That's really about it, really, for me. For first souls, like I'm aesthetically, I like them and stuff like that. So I got nothing problem with that combat, etc. I've had no problems with. It's just oh where am i going sort of thing yeah and that's why i like um jedi fallen order because i think it it does it does enough of the dark souls stuff to get to for me to understand why people like them so much but then it also has it's enough of a modern game where it's like right this is where you go this is how you this is how you level up this is why and it's an even more interesting world. but i know people are going to give me so much shit for saying that i just i've tried and i just can't get it i just can't see why people like it so much so I think one of the problems is always as well for me is um, I hate doing the same thing over and over again in games, yeah. and I hate fighting the same enemies over and over again. I like I need that satisfaction of like clearing out and then like an area and being like, oh, these enemies are all dead now, and the idea of just like, oh, now I've saved it, and they're all back again, and I'm fighting them all again, like over yeah. and over. Before again, the order like, turns me off as well. It's true, but I yeah, think, yeah. I don't and think that's the... probably one of the least favorite. Yeah, and I, and I don't think the punishment in Fallen Order is as bad as it is in Dark Souls, where you can just completely fuck up and just ruin your whole save. Like, but there you go. So that's me. That's the first strike I'm going to get on in the comments. So let's try. Let's try this again, Craig. Before your internet dies at the thought of uh, saying something bad about video games, what is one of your most disliked video games? So this is actually this is a strange one. Because technically, this is a good game. The gameplay is good, fun, and it's a it's a sequel to what is a very good game. But the reason I hate this game is because of lore, and it is Middle Earth: Shadow of War. <laughs> because this takes my beloved like Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings lore, and just shits all over what it. What do you mean a sealed door wasn't a ring wraith? <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? So, <laughs> the weird thing about this is when you play the first one, it takes some big liberties it with, does, that, yeah. with Lord of the Rings. But it's such a good game, and it's like the, you can give it to them. You know, I'm not a purist. What? Well, I mean, any of us are. The, the liberties in the first them. game are like this, are really liberties with the Cimmerillion. And uh, no, yep. one, no one likes the Cimmerillion. Exactly. Like, we all yeah. pretend we do, but uh, yeah. Whereas this is just all over the place nonsense. <laughs> and it is. 
like I said, the actual gameplay is fun. I, I finished this game. In fact, I finished all of these, but I finished this game. Like, if it was just the combat and the kind of the open worldiness, I would say it's like fine. But God, the story. I mean, it's not even like they take liberties and they like make a good story. It's just awful. Mm-hmm. And everything, every decision they made with the law they changed is awful. The only exception I think is the is weirdly the expansions, where you play as the other two characters, because particularly the um, the Haradrim sort of campaign uh, is actually really cool and the lore is really cool. But it is like the main game is like why is Shelob sexy? Why? Yep. Why is she sexy? Like what? Why is this like? Why do the ring race need to have this like weird? like backgrounds they've decided and then some of them kind of make sense but then like the real the two big ones for me are a sealed door Italian himself and the fact that they made they made another ring and it's like yep okay like Calabrimor as a character was actually I think okay in Shadow of Mordor yep. th- again they did take liberties you're right but like again it's the Cimmerillion like no one cares the Cimmerillion is pretty nonsensical. Yeah, I mean, anyway, it was it was so he didn't like, finish it. It was more like a law yeah. book anyway, right? So that's fine. But like Shadow of War does take some moves. I mean, it's one of those games actually. Like I I still need to finish it properly because I think I got I got it when it came out and the, I just got fed up with the microtransaction bullshit that it started with. I, was, I, said, I didn't even touch on because this was obviously this was like Battle was it Battlefront two where it yes. has the massive microtransaction. Yeah, it like ru- it basically ruined the game. Team. Like it yeah. basically ruined the game, which is gross. And that's not even the worst part. The lore is worse. The war and the yeah, it's, yeah. I I remember I, uh, I I got to the part with the sealed door and I was like, right, okay then. That I should have been warned by the sexy Shelob right at the beginning. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I was like, this game is pretty. I mean, you're right. Like, in terms of game, the first one's great. It takes a lot of big steps up on the first game as well. Like it starts great. Um, Shadow of, uh, Shadow of War when you're like sieging the city and stuff, and it's uh, it's cool as shit and it's just like. Still a great game though. It is still a great game, but uh, yeah, the uh, the law is pretty horrendous. Nice. Well, that's a good pick, Craig. Wasn't expecting it. Right, Pengi. Join me in the hate. What's a game okay. you dislike and hate? Okay. Um, I had a list of ten worst games, but they're mostly objectively bad games, like Chasing Dead on the Wii U. I think everyone says it's a bad game. So, me saying I dislike that is. Pointless. It's pointless. It's a pointless conversation, Chris. Yeah. What isn't? I've mentioned on here before because I was on holiday for this game. Super excited. I bought the collector's edition of it, and that's Fallout Three because I really like the Morrowind. Three, okay. And I really like the Oblivion. So super, you know. So I like those two games. And a shooter RPG by Bethesda. That's gonna be so cool. So, like I said, took the take the week off and that. Bought the collector's edition where it comes in the lunchbox and you have your bubble vault boy and stuff like that. Sit down, play it. And I played it, I think I played it for like 10 hours straight, mine. So it's not like I played it for like two minutes and that um, sort of thing. And it was awful. I hate the VAT system. The VAT system is awful. Why do I want that in a shooting game? I should be able to shoot things. It's an RPG, that's why it's not a shoot. Mass Effect's an RPG. Can I shoot things in fair person cover in Mass Effect? Can you, I shoot things? Yeah. Can you remember how Mass bad? Effect. Can you like to play Devil's Advocate? Because I do agree with you. How yeah. bad was the shooting in Mass Effect One? I can't remember because I haven't played it. In there the we go. There we go. <laughs> I actually did play that twice. So I played it eight times. Yeah. Um. 
possible. But yeah, like the flat system, and like you have, you can. I know you can shoot with like out of it, but you basically have to use it, and it's awful. That and that game has one color, which is like gray, greeny, gray, greeny color. That's it. It has one palette color. The combat system's dreadful. I took about the very next day into Game Station and that, and got my and got a really, got a credit note, and I can't remember what I bought with the credit note because it was awful. What did it you was play a waste on of time. as well? I've played on 360. Because oh, I know the PS3 version was like hilariously bad as well, wasn't no. it? Yeah, yeah. I played like all my multi-format games apart from like Final Fantasy on 360. Um, yeah, it was yeah not good, and I've not played a Fallout game since then. Um. I am told I would like New Vegas because I like Outer Worlds, and and I hear apparently that New Vegas is good, and obviously it's the same team that made that. But I guess it's mostly aged quite a bit now, even though it's on Game Pass, so it could give it a bash. Yeah, but Fallout Three is the first one. Well, my Did you play Fallout Three, Craigo? No, uh, the only Fallout game I played is Four, which I really liked. I is also a big gap for me. I played One and Two on the PC back in the day because I'm old. Uh, and I've dabbled uh, with Fallout Shelter, which I really like because I'm weird. But the um, the more recent ones I haven't played, I must admit, like I wanted to play um, four. I dabbled a little bit in '76 because I was I got a code for it. And it's it's awful. So nice, nice, Chris. Um, right, back you then, to Dave. me. So uh, this is another one. This is kind of similar to Chris's, and it's kind of my own fault. But like, hear me out here. It's Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So okay, on the GameCube. Yes. On the GameCube, the original Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. So okay. for context here, okay, I was like eleven years old, right? I think twelve years old when Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles came out, and I have always loved the Final Fantasy games. I, as as you can that always, one. yes, as you can probably tell from any video I've ever done, like Final Fantasy is probably pound for pound my favorite game franchise. If I'm if I'm really sitting here and thinking about it. It's lost its way recently. But Crystal Chronicles was the first time it lost its way for me. So first of all, I was... Because this is 2002 or whatever. I was expecting it to be Final Fantasy. Which it's not. It's basically Zelda. Okay, fine. I can get over that. It's an action RPG. You need to carry a... Like a bowl around. And you can only fight in the circle that it creates. Because it's meant to be... So, Craig, it's basically meant to be a four-player co-op like Zelda game. Right. But the only way to play co-op is you need to have the game... You need to have a Game Boy Advance. And there's a special cable that goes from the GameCube to the Game Boy Advance. And each of the players need this Game Boy Advance. You can't just play with the Game Controller on the screen. This sounds so Nintendo. Right. So, I, like, so I, you know, I was 10, 11. I, got, I pre-ordered it. It was a birthday present. I actually got my mum to buy it for me. And it turned up and it's, it's got a cool box. And it's got a cable in it. I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I put it in and I was like oh wow like and you you can you can play it on your own like a moogle will carry your little bowl around so you, if you you basically have like a sphere that you're allowed to stay in craig but this sphere is it's a physical thing you need to carry around so if you're carrying you obviously can't like attack or whatever so in multiplayer like one of you would like carry it around drop it and then you do a little fight in and then you can combine spells and it would be pretty fun to be honest i think it probably is pretty fun as a multiplayer game but i obviously played it on my own and i was expecting it to be a turn-based Final Fantasy game, which is on me, that's fine. But like, even as like as it's like a standalone Zelda-ish game, it is just it's nothing to it. It is like 
it, it's because obviously they remastered it recently and it, it did nothing because it's another, I think it's, they messed I think they messed up the remasters yeah, on my mind it like runs totally. badly and it's like got really yeah. bad netcode and stuff but it's like it's it is what it is it's, it's a average ass game if it wasn't called Final Fantasy no one would have batted an eyelid at it like and it obviously it was like the first special. Final Fantasy on a Nintendo console since the SNES and for us in the UK it was the first ever yeah because I think maybe Mystic Quest might have come over here, but that was it. We had the one on, yeah, Game Boy, yeah, Game Boy, didn't we? Yeah, which which I don't think was called Final Fantasy over here. No, I think it was called it like um, Adventures of Mana or something. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah so like, have... you know what I mean? So I was, pr- I was again, I'm a Nintendo guy. I had a GameCube. GameCube was like my main machine at the time. I was like very excited. I was like, I finally get to play this cute looking Final Fantasy ass game. It look because it looks kind of like Nine if you just saw screenshots. Mm. And Nine was my is probably is my favorite final fantasy to be honest so i was like yeah and then it wasn't it sucked so yeah and again i know craig has nothing to say on this obviously chris has probably yeah. played this and what's your I, thoughts, I played it i bought i remember buying it is uh well back in the day on um the uh, gamecube i think i may have played it two player um so, uh, obviously with the gba i think I played it um two um play two player but no more than that that because if we did have like a bunch of us, we would play Mario Kart Double Dash or Smash Bros or Time Splits Two or something like that. We weren't, and then we needed four Game Boys or three Game. I can't remember how many, games, but four, basically yeah. at a... least three. Actually, yeah, I think you need at least. Yeah, three. so it's so it a bit. That was a bit of issue. I think is like ah, uh, bring your Game Boy with you, and then if someone did and you play multiplayer, I think I played it two player. Really, this should have got a remaster on the Wii U because you have the Game Pass. Um, and then again, it would only be two player, maybe because on like m- online or something, like my player, and obviously have the screen and how that works back of the uh, GPAs and stuff like that. And Four Swords has got the same issue, really, um, as well, but that is more playable single player um, than Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. But yeah. Indeed. Right. And so as you've that's... seen, I own a Japanese copy of it. Of course you do. I mean, again, like, I love Final Fantasy, so it's, it's just one of the, it's the first instance of it letting mm. me down. I was very close to putting 12 on here, but I haven't played enough of it to really comment because 12 is really the uh, the beginning of the end Final Fantasy for me because I personally love the turn-based Final Fantasies. And really, I think 12 is where it starts to get... Because like, 12, 13, 15 are all kind of, to me, I'm like, are they Final Fantasy games? It'd mm. be like... So like, so like Craig likes Halo, right? It'd be like if the next Halo was Halo Wars Two. Like, the next, say if Halo Wars Two was Halo Six, like that's that's what that's what Final Fantasy feels to me now. And then going forward, every Halo game is Halo Wars. Like that's what I, it feels to me. So that's why. I, I getting just, a bit off tangent here. So, oh. what's your thoughts on sixteen? Seeing it looks like it's fantasy it's like in terms of the setting, but the combat looks sort of souls-ish and it, sort of thing. I suspect 16 will have the same feeling I have for 15. I will talk myself into like, oh, I, I want to get it because I love the universe and I love the you know the characters and all this kind of stuff and then I will play it and I will just be like, it's just a average ass like 3D action kind of game and I'll be like, okay. Because like 15 as I've never finished it, I got like 20 hours in and I was just like, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I, I like turn-based games. Like, I grew up playing them. And so it's like, to just get in that zen zen state where you're kind of like chilling and you just, you know, you're going to like strategically chess doing your, your fights and stuff. I just like that. Like, I know, so I'm, my plan is to play Final Fantasy X, like, fairly soon. I have it installed ready uh, once I've done with 13 because I kind of want to see 
like that transition like it was really it went from 10 to 13 for me so uh you know i can see me just loving 10 again and being like yeah well i'm never playing these these games again but yeah i <sighs> can't win them all can we so craigo have we got another surprising game for number two uh i don't know if it's surprising so this is from a series probably one of the, my most played series like maybe like cod and hey, uh, and this game was so bad, especially at launch, because it was so broken, that I think it nearly killed off the whole series. It definitely killed it off for me for a little bit. And this is Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> so this is... Oh, that's a so the people like me who forget the, the names, this is the France one set in Paris. Mm-hmm. The, the co-op this, one. Yes. No, 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 that's the London one, wasn't it? It's the London one, isn't no. it? No, Unity is the, Uni, the co-op one. It's got four-player co-op. Yeah. This launched and it was so broken, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was a meme. That's how broken it was. Yeah, it was so buggy, it was ridiculous. Uh, I actually, I, I bought this. I don't think I bought it at launch. I think I waited until it was supposedly fixed. I don't know why. I don't know why I bought this. For some reason, I thought it was a good idea. And even after it was supposedly fixed, it was such a bad Assassin's Creed game. The setting was so bland. The, I mean, the Assassin's Creed stories are always, you know, fairly pants, but this is even more pants. Uh, I think, so I'm I'm the sort of guy that when I play a game, especially like these like open world sort of games, I like to do everything. I like to do all the side quests. I like to take my time and enjoy it and that. This is one of the few instances where I have literally, to say, pengles the game. I literally, <laughs> I, for some reason, I was like, I'm finishing this game. I was like, I've spent money on this. I'm finishing it before I get rid of it. And I literally just ran through as fast as I could to try and get through it. It was such a bland, boring Assassin's Creed game. Even when it was fixed, it was awful. And like I said, this turned me off of Assassin's Creed for quite a while, actually. I think I think I stopped buying them until Origins. That's how... Like, yeah, they, they, they did one first. more, and then they had to take a break, because that game sold yeah. badly. And I'm told that Syndicate is very good. Um, the London one. Yes, I'm told that's yeah. very good. Um, I've not played it. It's, it was Games for Gold at some point. Like barely anyone's played no, that it, game. Like, the, the sales numbers are like scary how much it dropped. Because like, Unity yeah. sold quite well. Um, yeah. Obviously, it was the year that they did uh, Rogue as well on the old consoles, which is a better game. Hands like hands down, it's a better game. Um, but yeah, Unity really got close to killing that franchise. Like Very oh, yeah. close to killing that franchise. Nice. Any thoughts, Chris, on Unity? No, not really. No, it's not a Chris. It's not a Chris game. I actually picked no. this up last year on a CD key sell for like one pound twenty. Yeah, it's always I... like I think I got it free with something once or something. Yeah, I always keep fretting with Craig that we should play it in co-op, and he's just like, no, no, not, doing <laughs> not it. again, <laughs> not again. I'm like, oh, but it's co-op. And you're like, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> um, nice. Another lots of variation with Craig. That's why he's the best. So, Pengi, back to you. What's number two? Number two is one of the highest rated games of all time, and that is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is why I've got the thumbnail, exactly. This is the reason so, you clicked on the video. Much like you, Dave, if you're Final Fantasy, big Zelda fan. I own like 40 individual Zelda games, special edition consoles, every amiibo that's possible, strategy guides, manga, a plush Toon Link. Um, you know, I have a lot of Zelda stuff. Um, I do not like Breath of the Wild at all. <laughs> it is, to me, not Zelda. <laughs> I know some people say it is because it, it's supposed to be like Zelda 1, uh, which 
I kind of get. I can kind of say that. And to me, Zelda, the template should always be Ocarina of Time. If it's not broke, don't try to fix it. You know, Ocarina of Time is one of the greatest games of all time for a reason. Just do the formula. Just improve on things. Better graphics, better gameplay, you know, story. They've added voice acting in Breath of the Wild, which has got god-awful as well for Princess Zelda. She is one of the first worst voice acted characters I've ever heard in the game. Uh, and that is just... It's just bad. Like, it has four dungeons. The Zelda gave four dungeons. Like, what is to do with that? I mean, didn't uh, Majora's Mask have four dungeons? Yeah, but that's Majora's Mask. No, oh, <laughs> you know, okay, that's, okay. That's, a, that's a sequel <laughs> and of Ocarina of Time where, you know, you're dreaming and of that, so... So, like, I... um. It should oh. have eight dungeons. You should get a weapon in that dungeon. You use that dun- weapon to beat the final boss and do the dungeon. It's a simple concept. So, so it like, works for lots of Zelda games. So, like, I take the piss out of you for it. Yeah. I do. I mean, I, I, I get it. I don't get all your points, but I get it. As someone who likes Final Fantasy and I can <laughs> see the parallels, I and I can understand um, why you won't like. It. I don't think. I don't think Breath of the Wild is a is ever like. I can't see anyone say it's a bad game. Like I like Final Fantasy. 15 no, is it's not, not a bad game. game. It's not a bad it's just, game. You don't, like, you don't like it. Like, I don't like it. And it's, it's the same, right? The thing about Breath of the Wild, which I think... as well as bad as well. Yeah, and I, and I think the, the thing about Breath of the Wild is that it's, it's... It is very different. I can understand why they did it. I can also understand why Final Fantasy 15 isn't turn-based for the exact same reason. Like, the, the developers are probably just like, you know what, I want to I make something bigger and different. And it, as I get it. But it's, um, it's interesting. I think Zelda is one of those things... The, I mean, I finished Breath of the Wild and I loved it. My girlfriend, who has literally got Zelda tattoos, has never finished it and doesn't like it. Because, again, she's like you. She likes Wind Waker, which is just an Wind evolved, Waker is my favourite. Which uh, is just an evolved ever. version of the Ocarina of Time yeah. template. I think the interesting with Zelda is what do they do now? Because can they go back to doing, like, the kind of standard Zelda template as well as, like, Breath of the Wild? I think that's the happy medium. I think mm. most fans would be happy Yeah, because there is stuff, like, like I said, when the weapons don't break, the combat is good. Yeah. The art style is good. There's, in, like I said, they added voice acting into the Zelda game for the first time, which may have been pointless to how bad it was, but um, obviously that was added. The soundtrack is still good, you say. So there's things you can build on. You know, like, the world is, like, nice, big, and open. Like I don't mind the standard system. That is um, fine. There's stuff like just add eight dungeons into that world. Just give me a uh, you know a sword that doesn't break and a shield that doesn't break and like proper villains and you know uh, bad guys and stuff like that. It'd be uh, fine. So if I'm interested, if this wasn't a Zelda game. Yeah. If this was just called Breath of the Wild, it had no links to Zelda at all. Your character you're playing as wasn't called Link or whatever. You weren't saving. Say it was called Zelda. Immortals Phoenix Rising. For example. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like this game? Do you think, or is it just because it's a Zelda game that's not Zelda that kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth? I think you are mostly right, if because it's a Zelda game, and I expect so much from a Zelda game, like. Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, uh, Minish Cap, and possibly, and possibly Link's uh, Weakening, um, <laughs> HD, are all like nine plus, you know, games. Like I said, Wind Waker's my favourite, like my 
my favourite Zelda game of like all time. That's what I expect from that We're series. We're gonna re-examine Skyward Sword as a nine when they put that re-release out. By the way, but carry on. Yeah, yeah, but it'll get a nine easier. It's on Switch, and we found um, so. Yeah, that's what I expect from a Zelda game. Like, and then you bring up Immortal Phoenix Rising. Like, it, that obviously doesn't have breakable weapons for a start, which is a thing. Has a story, which is a thing, and it has better voice acting, which is a, a thing. So that fixes three of my issues with Breath of the Wild. That I had like no sort of expectations. It wasn't called Assassin's Creed Phoenix rising or whatever it's this new ip from ubisoft that has zelda breath of the world like elements i had you know no expectations and some of the issues i have with breath of the world it doesn't have so yeah it might be because it has the zelda name zelda breath of the world 2 is going to be really interesting how that uh lands because i will play it because it is a zelda game um and then obviously it follows up breath of the wild which is a highly regarded uh, game by most people. So it'll be interesting how that falls when that comes out, hopefully this year. Well, I think it's um, funny. I think all the games we've mentioned, apart from Shadow of War, arguably, yeah. are games that have long-standing series that have kind of changed their gameplay slightly, and that's why mm. we dislike them. Mm. Um, maybe like Dark Souls as well, because, you know, whatever. But like, it is interesting that... Mm. That that is uh, that's one of those things that just people you unanimously don't like. Like I know a lot of people that don't like um, Assassin's Creed Origins onwards because it's not Assassin's mm. Creed, and I yeah, can understand I see that. that. Often. Um, I see that often. Like, yeah, like oh, yeah, but I want my old Assassin's Creed. Back yeah, and, and, and I think you know, I think developers just get to a point where they're like they can't keep it the same every time. And I always I always make the point that I think developers should if you're gonna have if you've got a franchise like that, having two options is good i think final fantasy has learned that but not in the way that i like so now final fantasy or square enix sorry put out a lot of final fantasy games just not called final fantasy it should be the other way around like bravely default is a final fantasy game octopath traveler is a final fantasy game but they just need to if they just call them final fantasy and called final fantasy 15 octopath traveler i wouldn't have a problem you know what i mean but i get what they do because final fantasy is the name that's where you make all the money so you you, you know I get it, but I think that's really, it is very interesting to see that like really that's that's our issue with a lot of these games. But um, yeah, Breath of the Wild's a funny one because I mean you're not alone in your uh, in mm. your opinion, and we'd like to wind you up about it because it's funny. Um, I personally think that Craig would love Breath of the Wild. Like it would be one. Of, I generally think it'd be one of Craig's favorite games if he played Breath of the Wild. It's such a Craig game. Like it really is the fact that you can explore this big open world and it really is a kind of go anywhere experience. And there is, although there is not, no, dun- there's four dungeons. There's 120 shrines of like mini dungeons, Craig. And you get in the route of doing all of them and you find them and it just, it sets the mechanics out from the beginning very well. I also understand that it's not, you know, you don't get your weapons from the dungeons. There isn't specific like time travel shenanigans that are usually in them. And the voice acting for Zelda is pretty bad. I think the rest of them aren't too bad. I think the Japanese Zelda is actually better, weirdly. But, mm. um, and if and if you're gonna do voice acting, give fucking Link a voice. What is the point of having him with no voice? If you're gonna do voices, make everyone have a voice. <laughs> just it's silly. Just him just stood in the cutscene with it like, Link, I love you, and he's just there like, it's like what was you know just do all of it like you know. And I've got to remember, Chris. I remember Final Fantasy X, which was the first Final Fantasy with voice acting. 
it does take a few games for voice acting to get better. <laughs> so, yeah, but I presume they'll bring back like the same voice actors uh, Zelda in. Yeah, Breath I, I, I didn't have a noticeable problem with her, but I, I just think that the 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 reason for those cutscenes really sucking was the fact that Link doesn't say anything. Like, mm. if Link said something, I think it would be as bad. Like, you're playing as Link, you can't play as anyone else. Like, just give him a voice. Mm. But anyway, um, pass it. Take it back around to me again. Yes. So I was, I was toying with the idea of putting The Last of Us on this, but I always <laughs> rag on The Last of Us, and I kind of I've got I've got enough internet hate. We all know I don't like The Last of Us. Okay, I tweet about it enough. So a game that I really dislike, and this is a bit of a random one to be honest. And I don't ah do I hate it? Do I hate it? Maybe, maybe I hate it. Is um is Rock Band. Okay. I really don't like Rock Band because basically the problem with Rock Band is it started to take Guitar Hero and that genre away from what I like, which was guitar music. And so like as soon as Rock Band hit, Rock Band and all of its sequels and then all of the Guitar Hero games started putting like pop songs in there and it's like, oh, you need to have this song because you, you need to be able to do drums and you need to sing. So instead of having like Metallica, we're going to have Coldplay. And it's like... Like, who, who picks up a plastic guitar and wants to play Coldplay? You know what I mean? Like, it's, I just got to this point. It basically ruined that genre. It ruined the genre overall, in my opinion. That's what, I think that's why it died out. I think... It really shoved uh, having to buy it all as well, don't yes, you, Yes, you that really... That was the other big problem. And it was oh. such a big investment to Yeah, it was like £180, I think, in 2008. And I only I one person with the, the whole set, and that was... Um, that was my friend Pete, who you all met. Who I mean, like, thankfully, they let you play use the rock band kit with the Guitar Hero games and stuff. But like, I just you know like Guitar Hero one, two, and three, and then the the themed spin-offs, so Metallica, Aerosmith, Van Halen, were so good in my opinion because it because they all had good rock guitar music. So you were always you know it was these really cool kick-ass songs. You feel like a, a like a lead guitar badass. I mean, I play guitar, so it's one of those things that like you know maybe that's just a whole like it's a my thing but as soon as you got to um rock band and i think it was warriors of rock was the game or world tour one of the one one of the two world tour was the, one the first one with the drums part. yeah i think so it just it just changed the game for me and it just again like we said it, it changed the direction and it's it happened so quickly like the transition from uh guitar hero 3 which has a near flawless soundtrack to warriors of rock or world tour whatever was next is literally like a year or a year and a half and then that was it and i didn't play the rest because i remember like literally i don't remember, i don't recall plays the, the song that i remember but there's other songs like that and you're like you're stood there in this you know where you're holding a plastic guitar or a plastic drum kit or something and you're playing like three notes a minute or whatever because it's you know there's no like there isn't a good bass line there isn't a lot of songs where all the instruments and the singing are both good and doable because it's the problem with singing especially singing and drumming that there are songs that are nearly impossible to do in a fun way unless you put a slower song in. So, like, for example, if you're a Motorhead fan and there's a there's a Motorhead song called Overkill, which is one, it was one of their older ones, one of my favourite songs. It has a double bass drum at the beginning. So if you're going to have that, that immediately rules that out. You can't have that song, right? Because it's just too difficult. But if you were to have that in, you've got a really boring bass line. You've got a voice that is very hard to copy. So, you, you know what I mean? So, like... If you think of, say, Craig, because I know you play Guitar Hero 2 quite a bit, or Guitar Hero 1. So, like, Hangar 18 is in Guitar Hero 2, right, from Megadeth. Yep. 
there's no way that would be in rock band because the drums are way too hard you'd never be able to do that on a drum kit like they wouldn't be able to fairly put that in and even if they did his singing voice is very hard to copy so you go like right so that's already one of the better songs on that soundtrack taken off instead it's going to be replaced by some pop punk band that's that like say like green day when september ends or something that's like a slow like i just don't because they did a green day rock band didn't they, they and did. a beatles one and a beatles and one beatles they did a lego one, one as well i can't remember lego one but yeah, again, Be- the beatles, beatles one, one you know what you're getting when you buy a beatles rock band thing yeah because the beatles were many things virtuosos they were not so if you want to be like the beatles and they make a beatles game that's fine that's a finger but if you're buying a game that's called rock band and half of the songs aren't even rock songs, really. Let alone like good songs. It just—it's such—it's just such a stupid game to like hate and dislike. But it really, for me, like it killed that whole genre. That it's, whole genre got killed as soon as it's rock weird, band. Came I think out. whatever the newest rock band still gets like DLC quite often. You see it on like on Xbox. You look at like newest yeah, DLC. I it, think it's still quite popular. It had a um, soft reboot, I believe, on Xbox One. Called, I think it was just called Rock Band Three. I don't even know mm. if they did new instruments for Rock Band. I know they did for Guitar Hero Live, which was terrible. Mm. Which is again, which is if you want to get a game that completely antithesis, completely sums up what I mean, play Guitar Hero Live, where it's like some of the songs on that that playlist are just hilariously like un like uncool to play. You know what I mean? But yeah, I know because I know you play. You got the Wii U version, surely. <laughs> I have actually the Wii version is like five quid new. I've looked at it many times, but I even I don't think Amanda will quite take me with another plastic fucking guitar in here. I've got enough real guitars I don't play. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. So Craig, what's your you are you with me and your hate for the newer ones or? Um, I mean I haven't played any new ones, but I'm definitely with you the rock band thing. Like obviously back then these games were like huge. They yeah. were they were the old like you burn twice as bright for like half as long. They were massive for a bit. And I always remember like back in the day, you'd go around your mate's house and like I always remember like if it was a uh, someone who had the guitar hero, I'd be like, Oh, this is great, this is fun and then like half your mates would have guitar hero, half of them would have rock band, you go around and you play rock band, but oh, it's just this is lame, this is awful. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'm definitely with you with that. I also think was this when they started like having quite low like set lists and started making you like pay extra yes. for more, Guitar, and more um, songs rock band started that you used yeah to buy them because i remember it and they had their achievements and stuff. yeah because yeah. the argument was like whatever you buy carries on to the sequel so like on rock yeah. band two and three you could import your songs from rock that you bought from rock band one i think um but yeah and you're right i mean so rock band i think Guitar hero one and two came out around oh five oh six because we were on P- the first they were on PS2 so it must have yeah. been around yeah. then. I yeah. played two on PS2. I had uh, two on uh, 360 with the the I wonderful think three was on PS2 as well. I think or to be honest with you I think the later ones were as well but I just that's yeah. just the last ones I remember seeing. And this is college/uni for me. So I was the perfect age for this. Like it was in dorm rooms people played rock band and guitar a lot but it very quickly spiraled away. Like I remember like in that second year I don't remember ever going to like a house party, for example, and be like, should we crack out rock band? Whereas the year before, or should we play Guitar Hero and play like you had like the dueling mode where you play for guitar and it was just, it was more fun. I think if you look at Guitar Hero 1, 2, and 3 as well, they have quite fun art styles, they have quite fun characters, like it's kind of a caricature of rock. Like it's, it's like Brutal Legend if it was a music game. Like, I mean, it's like all these weird, crazy characters. 
and has some fantastic music that like a lot of people wouldn't have listened to like i've always been into classic rock so i know bands like um heart for example that did barracuda and stuff like that like you know what i mean and all these like mississippi queen all these like songs you would never have heard of if you hadn't played these games it opened your eyes to what's i like i got really into pearl jam after um uh, playing guitar hero i can't remember the song name i could sing it but i'm not doing that i can't remember what the song is <laughs> but um yeah like th- that kind of music and then as soon as rock band came out and it was like like i said the, the one that always gets me is coldplay because i just don't understand that anyone ever looks you know and i'm probably going to look now and coldplay's not on the rock band soundtrack but like you know what i mean like it's one of those things you don't ever look and go oh yeah that's what i want to play i'm gonna look up the rock band soundtrack but um yeah so that's mine i think that takes us i think us to craig next Yes, it's going to be Craig's last one. It does. So this is going to be the one that has been like controversial for me, for you know, for other people because this is beloved. Right. This well, might I think be Breath of the Wild. I'm not... Oh so, yeah, but for me, pack. yeah, the, this is my like Breath of the Wild. This is my Dark Souls. When I say beloved. I don't think this is like massively like reviewed well like those games are, but as in they have a massive community. I don't think a game for me personally has ever promised so much. And delivered so little as Destiny One. Just to just to add, Coldplay not on the soundtrack, but Oasis. <laughs> is. Oasis is, which is what I'm on about. So carry on. There we go. Destiny One was built up that this game was going to be huge. This was going to be the first kind of big MMO kind of console version ever. It was going to be massive. We were going to be playing it for hundreds of hours. There's going to be so much content. The, the Ten-year plan, Craig. Yeah, the I remember before this game came out, the uh, the website was live ages. I remember they kept on telling us about all this story and all the lore that it was going to have, and all the species and how we were going to get to know their backstories, and it was going to be great. And then the game came out, and it was a ten-hour co-op shooter with okay, good good shooting mechanics. It was quite fun to play, but there was the story was pitiful uh <laughs> and once you'd done those 10 hours you had nothing to do because i know people say the destiny multiplayer is good but it was awful like especially at the time when you had like call of duty was you know in its kind of hype back then and halo was still kind of revered comparing like the multiplayer to that to call of duty Halo was nowhere near actually i, I don't think i've ever been more disappointed in a game than I was for Destiny and it's kind of burnt me to this day on those sorts of games because every time I look at it go oh this is just me Destiny again they're gonna they're telling us we're gonna have all this stuff it's gonna be great and we know it's just not gonna happen yeah you're not alone that is one of those like Destiny is one of those crazy games where 99% of people that still play Destiny hate it you ask them like that I don't don't like it but it's like Stockholm Syndrome you can't stop so, 100%. De- like Destiny One, I have a completely similar story. Obviously, it's made by Bungie, who have only ever made Halo. They're in Mar- in Marathon, but they've only really made Halo. Right? That's what they're known for. Don't forget Marathon. Everyone is. Or Oni on the PS2. Ugh, terrible games. Um, and so like Marathon's not terrible, but okay. What's terrible? Marathon's not terrible, but it is when by the time it came out to 360, like in like '95, whenever it came out, it was fine. But anyway, tangent, Chris. Um, so like it was a big thing. It had a massive marketing budget. It was like five hundred million. You had 
Peter Dinklage doing with the voice of a character. Like at the time, Game of Thrones was huge. Like it's not like now where it was like people already want to forget that it ever came out, but like at the time, it was the biggest thing around. You know, it was on these new consoles. I think they, it did come to 360 and PS3 as well. Yeah. But it was like you got these new consoles. This is the first big game for these new consoles. And I remember actually not pre-ordering it. But then on launch day, I was at work uh, and I work in a supermarket. I worked on the music and videos department at the time. And we were selling so many copies of this game. And I think I got to the end of my shift and I think we'd sold something stupid like 120 copies or something. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll buy it. And I played it with some friends and I had the same experience as you could. I was like, oh, this is this is okay. I mean, I quite like the loot system and you know, the gun's still pretty nice and you know, the world's interesting to look at, but you kind of just fight the same, like, four enemies. And it's like, oh, these, not, these strikes are pretty fun, but, I, oh, I've got to do it again, but do it, like, slightly harder. Okay. And then the story just ends, I think. Isn't it, like, the, a girl literally gives you a gun? Like, a robot girl. And she's like, ah, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's like, just the end. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe that the game was finished. I remember playing it. I played the whole thing with a couple of friends. And I remember, like, we did the last mission. And I remember just being in disbelief. And they were like, oh, that's it. And I say, like, oh no, no, there's got to be, there's got to be like some more stuff we the do. There's got to be, like, though, we've right? done nothing. They've done it before. We should have known. That was what Halo yeah. Two was. <laughs> like, we should have known. Yeah, but this is way worse than that. Yeah. There's, there's, this is promised to be so much more than like a like a linear shooter. This is, you know, I mean, I, I don't think that's like no. too similar. I, and I think, like you, I think I played about fifty hours of Destiny One in about two weeks with my friends. And I have one friend who's who kept going. He's played like two thousand hours of both games, and he loves it. And I I like power to you that you find that much enjoyment out of it. But um yeah, like I was I'm with you. I was done pretty quick. And I know we tried we tried Destiny two together. Um, we finished it. And we finished like the in like main ten game, hours again. And it was the exact same game, but it might even be yep. worse. Like Destiny two, the base game might even actually be worse than Destiny one's base game. Because I don't think the bosses were as interesting in Destiny two. I think the boss, like the giant red tank and like like the Archon dude you fight in the first game is actually way more interesting. And I think maybe even the final boss is the same final boss. I might be wrong. Um, right, that game is like that. Such I can't a remember. Blur, Destiny. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing memorable about it. Yeah, and, and Destiny 2 is, you know, I've tried, it's on Game Pass with all the expansions I've tried multiple times. I have two copies of Destiny 2 because I bought one and I bought an expansion. And I always get that stock, that syndrome, like, you know what, I'm going to like it this time. And then you're right. And, like, I quite enjoy Crucible in, like, a weird way because it's really easy. Yeah, I and then, like as well. And then they most they did the most recent um, expansion added a new power, which has completely broken it. It's completely broken now. You cannot play the multiplayer because you, you unless you are using that that um, class, you just don't win. It's so, it's, like, hilarious. Like, you just get, they can freeze your, like, ultimates and stuff. It's, like... But yeah, it's it's Destiny is one of those things that is the definition of like Activision half assery. Like it's like I feel like if they'd left it alone to sort of develop into into this game, it would have been a better game. But like they literally were like, right, this game has to come out in twenty fourteen on this date. Okay, it's not really fair. There's like no end game. There wasn't a raid, I don't think, uh, when it launched. Oh, my uh, my like... only memory of Destiny One is I remember we finished it, and obviously I was shocked that it was over. And I was like, oh, what are we doing now then? I remember everyone's like, oh, there's this loot cave. You oh, go and you yeah, stand yeah, on this yeah, pill yeah. and you aim you aim down sight at this little cave and enemies just keep running out and you stand there and you shoot these enemies for five minutes. You just keep 
like walking into your bullets yeah, and then you Russia, go you pick right? your loot up. The Russian map? I have no mm-hmm. idea. And you go get your loot, and I was like, right, what, what's the loot for? What are we doing? There's just nothing else to do. Oh, cool, I've got these, like, different guns. What am I going to do with them? Hmm. Nothing. Yeah. There was, yeah. Nothing, there was nothing to do. That's with always been yeah. sort of my sort of problem with these sort of games. Like, I've not played Outriders uh, yet, apart from the demo. Always been my problem with game. You, like, finish the, camp, like, the campaign or whatever they have, and it's like, okay, you're going to go do this to get the loot. Like, yeah, but what am I using those new weapons on? It's question, like the question, and it's like I'm always like, yeah, obviously Destiny added expansions and raids and strikes and etc. So you go, oh, I'll do them now for when it does come. But like that's always been like a weird thing. Um, that you know, and I, to be fair, I don't think we are the people that we're not the target audience. No. Like when none of us are, are particularly big like MMO fans, and you can see from all of the times we do this show that we all play quite a lot of games. So like tying yourself down to one game that is just basically a repetitive. That's what I'll be honest. That's what all MMOs are is they are just repetitive games. Like, but if you like that repetitive loop, that's great. Like I've never understood something like uh, like Diablo three, for example, that that game still gets because it has the seasonal things and you just run the same levels over and over again like i've never understood that as a thing even something like borderlands which is kind of like that but with an actual like campaign like i know a lot of people that do replays of borderlands quite regularly and i couldn't imagine a, a fun reason for that for me because it's just not what i am like with those type of games like if i've played if i've played a shooter and i've got these cool guns but like if that's the crux of your game then it's not really for me but um Yes, Dest- Destiny is one of those games. It's so, it is so Stockholm syndrome. I know so many people that have put hundreds of hours, and they just every time I ask them, "Well, how is it?" and they're like, "Oh, it's kind of crap." And like, I was like, "Are you still playing?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> okay." <laughs> You'll never learn. They'll keep making expansions. Yeah. So I think this is leave us your last one, big dog. Yes. What is more controversial than Breath of the Wild, Peggy? What are we well, we're throwing it, down? It, it's not a game. And I don't know how controversial it is because I think some people will agree with me on this one. And that is the Wiimote. Right. I do not like, dislike the Wiimote. It's, to me, it's the worst standard controller that has been for games. I can get it. It's fantastic for Wii Sports. But it's fantastic for, like, that one game. And it's like, oh, Connect's great. It's Great for Dance Central. That's it. It's not good for anything else. You know, I'm not going to talk to my virtual tiger and go high skills on Connect. It was good for the dancing game. That was it. Same with the Wiimote. It's fine for um, Wii Sports. That's it. Actually, Skyward Sword Sword actually is <laughs> actually okay. So I kind of uh, a bit hypocritical with that. But like, no, I've never. Chris, not you. <laughs> but like. They had to make a standard controller in, like, how do you play some of the best RPGs on it? With a regular controller, that's how you play Xenoblade, that's how you play Slash Story, that's how you play Pandora's uh, Tower. With a regular-ass controller, like it should be, you know. That, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons why, um, until, like, recently, obviously, with the Switch, with the Mario, like, collection, like, I've not played Galaxy because of the Wii Mode. I just dislike that and having to like point at the screen of where you go get your stars like you still have some motion controls on mario galaxy on the switch 
But you can use regular controller and you can press Y to do the spin attack. That's fine. That's how it should be. No stupid motion controls. Basically, motion controls are bad. God, if, the, if the G-Namer forum watch this video, you're in trouble, aren't you? Yeah. You're in big trouble. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I've, for years and years and years, the Wii has been my least favourite of the big consoles. I, I always think, you know, I'm not going to include the Ouya or yeah. stuff like that. But the, the Wii is like, you know, at the time, and you've got to remember as well, like, we were about 15, 16 when the mm-hmm. Wii came out, right? Yes. So by that, we'd probably be gamed for probably, let's say we've gamed for a decade at that point. Yeah. And we were probably both playing the 360 at that yep. time. Am I right? So the yeah. thought of going from a 360 controller, which is arguably at the time the best controller that had ever been made, um, you're playing online games, you're playing serious games, you're playing Gears of War, you're playing Perfect Dark Zero. To go from that to the Wii at the time, which was not HD it's like almost all it was marketed to families as well i think that adds to the thing with the wii mote and i agree with you that for most games the wii the wii, the wii mote put me off playing my 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 wii more like so my I, family had a wii and i i until probably like the wii u i did not touch 99 percent of the wii games that were like yeah. everyone tells me to play as an older person as an adult now as a 30 plus year old man I actually don't hate the Wiimote. No, I, I, I have got thing. a few like Wii games now, like 20, 30, and I have played them thing, but it's still really annoying. It's like, if you gave me an option to play this with a regular controller, I would play it with a regular yeah, controller. I like I said, there is games like Wii Sports that, you know, it is really good with. And like I said, even like other things with the Kinect, like Dance Edge, really good. But it's like, I want to play that game. But it's like, oh, I have. There was a video on oh, YouTube of me God. playing that once. Um, but there's like one-off games. Like you bring up Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Like the guitar is great for that game. That's what that. The, the the Wii version of that as well, by the way. You had to plug it into a Wii mode, put the Wii mode in the guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Or like games thing on Nintendo, like Donkey Konga on the GameCube. You had to have the drums, but the drums were found really good with it to me obviously the wii was based on the gamecube that's what it feels like you know ah oh, we've got this great guy here this is our great accessory to play it but bam we've made a whole yeah. console out of the idea yeah and i think like i think we both know why they did it right like yeah. it's what's what saved nintendo like oh, yeah. you know i know there's gonna be people in here that say like i, I always hear a lot of people go well pikmin's way better because it's basically a mouse so because mm. you can point where you aim and that's great but it's. I think the problem with the Wii. The problem I really had with the Wii is it's really circumstantial. So, like for example, when the Wii came out, uh, when I lived in my parents' house in Taunton, shout out to the Taunton Massive. I my bedroom was laid out in a way that I had my 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 bed, and I had my TV at the end of the bed. So it was nearly impossible for me to play Wii games because I can't really stand up. You know what I mean? Like, and I have to. Mm. You know, so you're like, I'm already at the end of a bed. I can't really aim. Like, I like, you know, but, you know, we were teenagers, right? We'd like to lie in bed, you know, with, like, energy drinks and crisps and just, like, mong out when you're playing, like, Halo with your friends or whatever. So I think at the time, I think that is a big impact. I think it's when it came out for us at yeah. our age is a big problem. Because um, I think, having, I've played Mario Galaxy on Switch. It is better on Wii because you, you, you still have to do the motion controls on, on the Switch version. 
and they're not made for it so it's really awkward to like see, uh, yeah, hold see, the, I um, had no problem the, the pro, like, galaxy. I mean in handheld you can use the touch screen so in some yeah. places it's a little bit easier but it's just you know it's just moving the problem if you try and play on a TV with the um, pro controller it's just as awkward you've still got to use motion controls hmm. I, know th- I know there's a button for attacking now but that's really it like the shaking I don't think was the biggest with Mario Galaxy specifically the shaking wasn't the problem I didn't yeah. really I never really liked the kind of um, like released um, uh, yeah, I didn't like the separate. A lot thing. of people say it's really comfortable. I, you know, I, I didn't like it personally. I didn't. I, I always hated the nunchuck. The nunchuck was a terrible mm-hmm. joystick. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I didn't not like that. Uh, but I can, I, I can understand your dislike for the Wii, and I, and I don't think again. I don't yeah, think like I right. said, it's not like the Wii. There's like other like issues, but not the Wii in general because there's games that I like on it. Yeah, and um, for instance, just as a control so. input. Yeah, do you, do you like it more now, though, like I do? Because I do like it more now. Yeah, as, I, as I a more do. patient I... person, I like it more. Yeah. But again, this is fifteen years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I guess it's like fifteen years later. It's like, okay, this is just how it is. But back then, you know, two thousand six, buying one at launch and like, oh, it's great for Wii Sports. And it's like, oh, Twilight Princess with motion controls, it sucks. Gonna go buy it on GameCube and play it on GameCube with a real controller. And that's what I did. Now it's not in widescreen. You have less items. You're like, oh, great stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on the Wiimote, Craig? So, um, obviously, I didn't have a Wii. I was in the, I was deep in the 360 days back then, playing like Call of Duty and that sort of thing. I kind of, I think we were, like back then as well. You kind of like the Wii was kind of seen as a bit of a joke. It was, like, a, it was know, a kiddie console. So what your mum, your mum had, your playing, little brother had. Yeah, you we were playing like Call of Duty back then on the 360. The only time I think I've ever played a Wii was uh, in a pub in Minehead, I think, when I was quite drunk. And I remember, I vaguely remember playing Wii Bowling on it. That's the only time I've ever played a Wii. Wii Bowling's fucking legit, for the record. Yeah, like, Wii Bowling. Oh, I mean, it was fun. I mean, I was pretty drunk, like I said. But uh, <laughs> that's the only time I've ever, I think, played a Wii. Well, next time you come over, Craig, I'll have to crack out the, uh, crack the Wii U out. I've got, I got a good 10 or 11 Wii games out here, so... Um... Mm. Yeah, the Wii, man. I'd love to do a whole episode about the Wii at some point. I'd, lo- I'd love what I'd, what I'd love to do is just like s- like send Craig a Wii and like ten games and be like, right, Craig, mm-hmm. for this month you're just playing this console. Oh, Let me know what torture. you think. Twelve you, I genuinely think you'd like it as well. Like it's one mm-hmm. of those things. Like we're like, oh, it's so annoying. You you'd play Zelda for the first time, and be like, this shit's fucking rad. You know what I mean? You're like, oh yeah. So some of the games you got to turn it sideways, so it's like an old controller. You're like, I can play Mario Kart on this. This is sick. Just turning the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> the worst Mario Kart. By the way, that's another one that could have been on here. I hate Mario Kart Wii. Mario Kart Wii is like so vanilla; it hurts. The best-selling one, I think, until now. I think eight might have taken yeah. over, but it is the most vanilla game, Craig. It's awful. There's no skill. It's all chaos. You're just like, oh, they had it online. Anyway, so that's yeah. our. This is our hateful week. So we've we've got a lot of hate out this week. I think me and Chris in particular are gonna get gonna get some comments. <laughs> fucking yeah. get good you know and all that good yeah. stuff uh but next week we're going to be positive we're going to do our top 25 games i am very excited for these lists as the person that's going to get to curate the list before those two get to see them it is going to be oh i'm gonna have a great time because i know there's going to be some stuff that chris is going to get annoyed at and i know there's stuff that craig's going to get annoyed at and it's going to be yeah oh i mean I, i'm just gonna be there like why am i having to email chris and tell him he can't have the Metal Gear collection is one thing, and Mass Effect he has to pick one. Ah, but actually, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition comes out. I don't know, Chris. It's one game. Pick one game from that series. 
Am I crystal clear, Chris? Yes. Yeah, great. We know they'll be tying. <laughs> so before we sign off on this very long episode of uh, the, the Chris Pengelly What Have I Been Playing podcast, is there anything yeah. coming up this week, boys and girls, that you're interested in playing? Obviously, you've, you've both played games this week, so you're, you're probably ready to start something else. Is there anything that you're you got your little balls aimed at? So... Yeah. For me, I have a couple of things installed, uh, a couple more indie games. I want to give uh, Undertale a bash, partly because I know it's kind of an easy completion. I kind of just want to, out of curiosity, because obviously that's never been on Xbox before, and you know, it's it's a weird game because it seems to like reviewed really well, but people kind of, know, some people seem to love it, and you know, yeah, some people seem to think it's just pretty meh. I'm not fond of it. Yeah, so I kind of want to play it, it out of curiosity. It's oh, it, I was going to say okay, but it's not as good as people make it out to be. Yeah, that seems to be the consensus from people yeah. who aren't like reviewers. It's yeah. a it's a shock game, right? I think it's like interesting because you can play it different ways, and once you realise that, that's cool. But like, it's that's about it for me. Like, it's it's you know, as someone who likes turn based RPGs, it's not for me. So yeah, I want to play that, and then the uh, other one I want to play is uh, Narita Boy, which was a Game Pass game that released day one, which looks really cool. And obviously, we've got uh, lots more Game Pass stuff to talk about. I'm sure in the coming months, we've got we're, we're getting closer to MLB the Show, so uh, I think the achievements and trophies have just leaked. So I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I am looking forward to playing MLB the Show. I'm looking forward to talking. Yeah, about I've it. pre-installed it, so nice. ready for that. So we got another week of retro PlayStation stuff for you, then, Chris, or is it obviously once you've gone over your list of your favourite games, is it going to be finally playing the Wii? Is that what you're going to do? I don't know. Possibly. I I'm still got like half a week off so i can still get a few games in and uh, play so could have 10 more games played next week it could just be a few it just um depends how i feel basically that's at the moment it's just you know what i feel like nice well i'm gonna try and finish uh, final fantasy 13 uh i'm gonna probably grind out some levels it might not that might take me longer than a week that might be a couple of days off in a row where i just hit some stuff down for, for a few hours I've got a lot of games in the backlog, boys and girls. A lot of games that I'm uh, slowly starting to chug away. This year is really the year of the backlog for me because I can't financially uh, commit to it. I'm having a lot of teeth work done in the next couple of weeks. So there, there'll be, there might even be a weekend where there isn't a show because <laughs> I might not be able to talk. But um, So that's kind of where I'm at. I will see. There'll be, there'll be stuff. Obviously, next week we're going to be... It's going to be the top 25 games. So that is going to take up most of my time this week. Uh, just sitting there with a pen and paper, seeing how many times I can get Sleeping Dogs in to the list. Um, I don't know how many versions of the game there is, but um, yeah, and obviously that game will be top of everyone's list. So we'll probably get. To I've not about played it. it. Maybe there's something I do. How have my... you not played it either? I mean, come on. That might be something That's with safe. my remaining three Play. or four days off. Maybe I'll Look, play. This is this is a PSA. Okay, we've got another like four days of the the Xbox sale. It is three pound fifty seven again. Okay. Mm. So mm. just do it. Craig, can you stop not doing it just because I want you to do it, please? Like, <laughs> I got it anyway. So it was a it's gold game. It's games gold. Like, yes, yeah, so I can play it. I can Craig, play just it. play Sleeping Dogs. Okay. And I think I might even have it on PlayStation as well. If I have a PlayStation. I have it physically on 360. I have it physically on PS3. I have it digitally on PS4 and Xbox. And I've completed it on all of them. Nice. You're damn right. I'm going to get the Platinum soon. I'm... That might be a stream. There's a lot of bullshit, mm. though. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of bullshit. Anyway, we'll do the Sleeping Dogs podcast in a couple of weeks. So as always, thank you for watching the show. If you found the show on the new channel, subscribe to the channel, drop a like, it does help. The response for the first episode on this channel is actually a lot better than the average response on my channel. So we'll Mm. see if that is 
a one-off thing or if that is something that is going to keep improving but like i say drop some feedback in in the comments don't just be like you guys suck because you're not good at dark souls we know that's why we mm. talked about it okay but what is some of the games you dislike so if you're watching this show what do you not like i want to know i want to know we read every comment so if you're mm. like i absolutely love chris for saying that breath of the wild is trash let him know he needs that little boost you didn't know? say it was trash I he said it's the worst yeah. game ever that's what i'm gonna that's what the headline of this, the, the game <laughs> of this episode is the episode is gonna say chris hates breath of the wild that's what it's gonna say so and i'm gonna okay. send that to the game the uh the forum he hates breath of the wild and the wii so he's gonna be really popular in that nintendo forum really yeah. popular but yeah okay thank you thank you for watching guys and we will see you next week and it's time after we've had the awkward transition in the middle of this episode let's have an awkward wave Bye. Goodbye.